Welcome everyone to the Cocky Cockpit Podcast, where you'll never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. This is episode 36, and we're live from the servers of Twitch.tv and YouTube.com. I'm your host from the Outpost, David Frischkorn, and joining me this week, my homie from over there on the Home One Hangout, Mike Moriarty. What's going on, Mike? Dude, I am psyched to be here. I've never done I've never done live streaming, so this is the first for me. So thanks for having me on, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, awesome. Thank you so much already over there on the live stream. We've got Johnny uh, and uh, Agro Dad already checking in, so I appreciate you guys for chiming in. Uh, Johnny Dean says, <laughs> he asks, David, are you ever going to upgrade or graduate from being a stormtrooper on this screen? He's talking, of course, about our, uh, our cocky cockpit uh, fan art there. And no, because there is no greater... Um, promotion than Stormtrooper in my eyes. How about you, Mike? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Mike, what, you, you see more of like, if you were to have fan art, I mean, judging by your email and your Google, your Google, like, uh, icon, uh, you're, you're all about being the Sith, right? Oh, I'm, I'm as dark side as it gets when it comes to uh, Star Wars characters. So yeah, yeah, I gotta go dark side with that one. Mike, what's going on over there at the Hang One, Home One Hangout? And for any of viewers who are checking us out for the very first time, why don't you tell them a little bit about the show and what you guys do over there? Uh, well, right now we're doing a whole lot of nothing. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> we took a break a little while ago because uh, myself and uh, my co-host, we had a lot going on in our lives and stuff. So uh, we decided to just step back, take a break from podcasting. But uh, funny enough, we did do uh, an episode that released uh, just a couple days ago talking about the return of uh, Season 7 for Clone Wars and stuff. But uh, Home One Hangout got its start in July of 2016, and uh, I just kind of wanted to get into something. I didn't know what, and uh, I was like, well, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts, so why not do one my own? So uh, I got my best buddy roped into it. I don't think he knew what he was getting into, but I got Matt in there. And then uh, about a year, I think a year later, we got our good friend Ryan uh, Chuckles to come in and help. And uh, been doing it ever since, and we just do news, discussions, stuff. And uh, right now, I've been busy too. We haven't been making any new shows, but uh, I've been doing a lot of planning for what we're going to have when we come back. Different kinds of shows, formats, uh, how we're going to release the show schedules and stuff like that. So we've not been releasing anything, but we've been working pretty hard on some stuff. Okay, cool. So anyone checking us out for the first time, um, where could they maybe find some of your past shows and, and stuff to look forward in the future? Uh, well, we're on uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, Podbean is where they host us. Uh, so any of those, and you can find us on just about any podcatcher. But if you want to kept, keep up with us, probably catch us on Twitter because we're still active on that, uh, at Home One Hangout. And that's where you can get any announcements. Uh, same as Facebook, uh, at Home One Hangout. That's where you can keep up. Awesome. Very cool. I appreciate you stopping in for, and, uh, you know, finally, finally getting to be a part of the show. I know you're, uh, you've been a fan of the show for a while and I appreciate yeah. all the support you give us, but for those of you checking us out for the very first time, let me start by saying, thank you guys for checking us out. We are the cocky cockpit. We are a group of content creators from here in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, who like to keep our head in the cockpit and make star Wars videos, podcasts, and live streams, just like this one, the cocky cockpit podcast, where each week's topics are as random as a blaster, but Nintendo for a more civilized age. So if you like that, guys, we 
would love for you to become a part of that member of the scum and villainy. Simply, you know, just hit that subscribe button, guys. Don't be a stormtrooper. Actually hit that subscribe. We would actually really, really appreciate it. And uh, if you've already done so and you want to help support the show even further, there's a couple different ways you could do so. If you guys are watching us on the video via on YouTube, simply go ahead and uh, you know hit that like button, drop us a comment telling us what your favorite part of the show is, or chime in with the, your thoughts on the comments and, uh, and uh, the ch discussions that we have throughout the show. And if you're listening to us on uh, MP3 format, whether it be from like iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, yeah, we'd appreciate if you guys would swing by, drop us a five-star review. It goes a long way for the show. And if you guys are tuned in like you can every Sunday night uh, for uh, multiple uh, varieties, whether it's on uh, Twitch.tv, which is the best way to watch us because you get some really, really cool perks and goodies for, for chiming in over there, uh, whether it's on Facebook Live or uh, Mixer or what else are we streaming on right now? Uh, what am I forgetting? Holy shit. YouTube, duh, of course, YouTube Live as well. Um, you guys can uh, chime in, be part of the show. Uh, let us know your questions, comments, thoughts, and concerns for each topic as we discuss it so we can highlight you and make you part of the show. We would really appreciate it. Just like Agrodad over there on Twitch says, Bounty Hunters Unite, absolutely. So um, what has been kind of been going on in your life? Obviously, you got a lot of stuff in development for Home One Hangout, but what has Mike Mart? Moriarty been doing with his free time in the Star Wars universe? Oh, man. I, it's funny because, you know, I thought Star Wars news was going to be light. You know, like, you know, we're going to have Resistance mm -hmm. and a couple other things. And they, they dropped uh, that Clone Wars stuff on us. So I've uh, been going back, watching some of my favorite arcs in Clone Wars, the Umbara arc, uh, Mortis, which I still can't understand, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> too, um, much then, too much for me. <laughs> yeah, I know. And uh, doing that, but also uh, doing some gaming, which I'm going to ask you some stuff about gaming if I get a chance later, but a lot of stuff is backwards compatible now on mm -hmm. my Xbox One. So I've put Republic Commando back on, uh, I'm putting KOTOR back on, I'm putting ba the real Battlefront 2 back on. Uh, so I've been catching up with the old school games and stuff. I need to find my GameCube and break that out because I got Rogue Leader I'm dying to get back on. <laughs> now, um, feel free to, to... If I caught your tweet right the other day, did you say they added Republic Commando to the game library or just the backwards compatible list? Uh, you know, I'm not sure if it's on the game library or not. Um, I know, I know it's there are a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, I put that back on, but yeah, I'm not sure. I'll have to double check and see. Okay. I mean, I, I'm a, a, a Xbox Game Pass user, so it just oh, gave yeah. me a moment to just swing over there. But yeah, the, I'm glad they freaking put KOTOR and LEGO Star Wars. And of I course, know. like, of course they went and added all of these games onto the game library like a week after I went out to rebuy them all because they were, I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, now I can play them on my Xbox One again, of course. And then like, they fucking add them. And I'm like, son of a bitch! Like, yeah. I just fucking, that was like $40 I just spent. <laughs> well, I, I got I got almost all of them on Steam, mm. but like uh, I got the console. I'm gonna play those too. You know, yeah. my save games are on there. I'm not gonna start all over again. So, so what uh, what game have you been playing the most of as of late? Ooh, uh, gotta be Republic Commando. Okay, uh, it's uh, man. If it's not my favorite Star Wars game of all time, it's definitely in the top uh, top two or three. Uh, just. 
the grittiness, it was a good first-person shooter for Star Wars and uh, the storyline, because I, re I read a, almost all the old Expanded Universe books, and the book that Karen Travis wrote for that called uh, Hard Contact, you know, it's a book promoting a video game. Show it it should have sucked. It was amazing. And it expands on Mandalorian culture and stuff. And I'm a big Mandalorian. So it, it was just amazing. So Republic Commando is one, was always one of my go-to games. But now it's backwards compatible on the system I always have hooked up. It's a no-brainer. I'm always playing Republic Commando. You know, I've never played Republic Commando myself. Um, oh, so it should be... Yeah, it should be really interesting for me to be able to play through it for the very first time. And, of course, like in front of all of our viewers and stuff. So I, I can't wait to get into it and start playing it myself. Um, if there's any, if there was one game you wish they would add to the backwards compatible list, um, what do you wish they would add for you? Oh, man. That's uh, that's. That's tough because I mean they they've gotten so many on there. The the ones I wish they could add to the console actually were on the GameCube. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I don't think that's coming to <laughs> Xbox anytime soon. The uh the Rogue Squadron games I, I love those. So yeah, I uh, I have a game not a game. Well, I technically have a GameCube. Um, but I have a, a Nintendo 64, and I really I've been like really craving to play like some Pod Racer and some uh, oh Rogue yeah Squadron man. and stuff like that. Um, I just need to get like a, uh, what do you call that? A like composite composite to like HDMI converter and I'd be able to stream them all. So yeah. that'd be a good time. But, uh, Mike, as you know, man, um, there has been a lot of, like you said, you th we thought it was going to be a slow news week and turns yeah. out, you know, Star Wars had some big news to drop on us and yeah. <laughs> especially <Spoilers>. if, yeah, <laughs> if we're, uh, you know, I'm actually, I'm not surprised that they released this as early as they did, but I thought for sure, I'm surprised they didn't hang on to the Lando announcement a lot longer. I thought, you know, that would, yeah, it would have been better for an official announcement of it at like Star Wars Celebration with like, you know, um, him showing up on stage during like some sort of panel, uh, Billy D. Williams. Yeah. I think that would have been a good way of doing it or something. But then again, I think anyone who's anyone like did the math and and did their own investigation and were like oh well obviously you know billy d is like canceling all these public appearances and yeah um, you know and filming starts like this week so i think people pretty much figured yeah. it out before it was even officially announced um yeah. so but yeah starwars.com they had some uh some some good details over there. So obviously what we're talking about is they've officially announced the cast for Star Wars Episode Nine. Um, I'll just go ahead and kind of read the article posted by StarWars.com and uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and get some details into it, uh, you know, between each paragraph as, as we need, uh, feel the need to. <clears throat> and again, chat, feel free to chime in over there and uh, let us know your thoughts. Uh, it says returning and new cast members will return uh, will join together for the final installment of the Skywalker saga. Star Wars Episode Nine will begin filming in London's Pinewood Studios on August first, two thousand eight. J.J. Abrams returns to direct the final installment of the Skywalker saga. Abrams co-wrote the screenplay screenplay with Chris Torero. Um, returning cast members include Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver. 
John Boyega, Oscar Isaac. Um, I, I don't know who this is. So there's a few names I'm not super familiar with. So, Mike, if you know of any of these people or if you have a chance to IMDb some of these guys, I would like to know a little yeah. more on them. Jonas uh, Sutamo, uh, Billy Lord, and then joining the cast uh, of Episode 9 is Naomi Aki, um, Richard E. Grant, and Carrie Russell, who will be joined by veteran Star Wars actors Mark Hamill, Anthony Daniels, and Billy D. Williams, who reprise the, uh, who will reprise his role as Lando Calrissian. So, um, some of these new people, are you, are you familiar with any of them, any of their works that they've done? I, I'm really, uh, I'm not. Uh, I actually just looked up uh, Naomi Aki. Apparently, she was on Doctor Who. That's uh, that's the big one I've been hearing about too. But I am yeah. not a, I'm not a Who Who Whovian. What what what, are, what do they call themselves? I, yeah, I think they're Whovians. I think I'm becoming one. I actually just started watching the series, so that's one more fandom I got to dump my attention into, I guess. But uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm not really. I mean, yeah, I wasn't familiar with Daisy Ridley, John Boyega. Uh, or even Adam Driver really that much, even though he had been in maybe a few more things than the others. Uh, Oscar Isaac was probably the only one I was familiar with uh, when Episode 7 came out. So, oh, right. um, Dad says, uh, of course, uh, Jonas uh, is Chewbacca, of course. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, obviously, the, the article mentions about, you know, Anthony Daniels and Billy D. Williams returning in there's a role, and, and we already know he's coming back as Lando Calrissian. We obviously know Anthony Daniels is coming back as C-3PO, um, although we might not recognize him, you know, without the red arm now, so <laughs> it might... <laughs> but uh, Mark Hamill, you know, he's reprising his role, uh, and uh, uh, who was it over here? Red X over on... Uh, YouTube asks, is there any chance that Mark Hamill will make an appearance as a Force ghost? I, I mean, I, I feel like it's almost a must. Um, yeah. You know, I've heard rumors and speculations as to maybe J.J. Abrams um, reconning the whole, like, Luke becoming one with the Force, and maybe it's just him using the Force to almost, like, teleport or something like that. But I, I don't think that's necessarily the case, especially after the the um, special features of The Last Jedi where Ryan Johnson talks about, like, I think, you know, fans like myself and um, even Mark Hamill had the hardest thing to understand with the Luke Skywalker's character in Episode Eight was Luke is no longer the, the hero of the tale, right? He's more of the, the mentor figure. He's the... Obi-Wan Kenobi and that was the hardest part that you know Mark Hamill had a, a a thing of understanding is like you're no longer playing the hero you're more the mentor um yeah. so you know does he I, I don't think that's necessary I think we're gonna get him as a force ghost right we're gonna have him especially after him dropping that fucking line to uh um to Kylo Ren like you know I'll see you around kid like Fuck yeah. you! He's he's fucking coming back as a force ghost. Like, yeah, I, <laughs> um, do you feel that uh, there's any chance that we're? I, I mean, what do what do what are your takes on Mark Hamill returning in Episode Nine? Do you feel he's going to be a force ghost, or do you have any other theories otherwise? What do you think? Well, I mean, I, I think like a lot of other people, I didn't think that was going to be. You know, him fading away into the sunset wasn't going to be the last we were going to see of him. Right. Um, 
I do find it a little weird that they dropped this this early because, I mean, it, this is, I guess, kind of a spoiler. And not at the same time. That's like, yeah, Mark is coming. But then again, he never kept it secret whenever he moved around on set anyway. So they couldn't have kept that under wraps. But uh, I would have to say, yeah, Force Ghost is probably, I put 90% of my money on that as, as a sure bet, which I think is the best way to go. The theory of it being retconned, I think. While it might be it might be the wish of some fans, I don't think that would be something uh, any director would probably go towards to immediately get something his uh, previous counterpart did so quickly after that. You know, I don't think that's something one would do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also in the article, it mentions uh, a brief thing about Leia Organa. I mean, it's not important. We'll skip over that. Um, composer John Williams and, uh, well, we're going to save that for the end I'm just fucking around um, says, uh, composer John Williams who has scored every chapter in the Star Wars saga since 1977 A New Hope will return in the galaxy of Far Far Away for episode 9 do you think this is his last do you think this is his last raw do you think after this he's hanging it up and he's done composing uh, you know I really do um, I think he might be at that creative, that creative's point where he realizes, you know, I've gotten, this is the end of the chapter, you know, not necessarily even this is the end of being able to tell the Skywalkers thing, so this is when I'm done. Uh, I think this is really the end of his magnum opus of Star Wars. I mean, you don't, you're not, no one's out there is as good as John Williams. Uh, he's, he's the best of the best, and uh, I'm glad he was the one that was involved with it, and I'm going to be sad if this is his last one, mm-hmm. but with him putting it, a little bit of himself into Han Solo by writing Han Solo's theme uh, and stuff like that. I feel like he was trying to get the last of his stuff out there and he's going to wrap it up with nine. And I think that'll be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, other composers out there can do an excellent job. Um, I actually was one of the few people that really enjoyed the soundtrack for Rogue One. I mm-hmm. thought uh, Jaikino did a very good job of hitting all the right notes and stuff without trying to be the kind of guy, hey, this sounds like John Williams, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think he did that. Uh, and I, I think he pulled it off. I enjoyed, uh, to a degree, the soundtrack of Han Solo, but or I kind of feel like it was a little underwhelming. But that's going to happen. And uh, I think this is the end, but I think it's going to go out on a good note. Whatever people's opinions of The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi were, the soundtracks were spot on, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. I'm with you. Um, I do agree. I think this is going to be John John Williams' um, last, you know, uh, last time we're going to hear John Williams score in a Star Wars film. I'm I'm with you. You know, I think it is time for him to move on. Not that we want him to move on, but the man's yeah. in it. What in his 90s now or something like that? He's he is not young. Yeah. yeah, he's he's definitely put in more than enough time than he's ever needed to in a um and any you know movie franchise uh it's time for sure um like you said i'm a big fan with gina uh, giacchino as well uh i thought uh like you said he he did a really good way of putting a lot of these themes without completely stealing it under the rug from um john williams so i i liked i like giacchino do we do i think he's necessarily I think I think he might maybe take on the role of uh, the composer for maybe this like Ryan Johnson trilogy. Um, you know, I think I think they're going to try to stick with one kind of uh, musician composer the whole way through, kind of each trilogy. So 
yeah. instead of uh but i'm with you like the solo one just really didn't really didn't hit home for me like a lot of yeah. the besides like the han solo theme and like the uh you know the Afrin's nest theme like not a lot of the themes jumped out at me and i've seen the film like over three times now and so i only catch like a couple of them here and there uh kaden over there from uh rebel chatters uh chiming in thank you so much man for stopping in he says what's up gentlemen so all right the last little part of this uh this article and this is the most important part of the article it says the role of leia organa will once again be played by carrie fisher wait how is that possible you may be asking well i'm going to continue reading here <laughs> they're going to be using previously unreleased footage shot from star wars and uh the force awakens quote we desperately loved carrie fisher says abrams finding a truly satisfying conclusion to the skywalker saga without her uh, eluded us we were never going to recast or use cg uh cgi with the support and blessing of her daughter, Billy, we found a way to honor Carrie's legacy and role as Leia in Episode 9 by using unseen footage shot together in Episode 7. Wow. Uh, what what do you take away from that, Mike? Oh, so many things. Um, I, I'm, I'm one of those guys that was of the opinion that Leia should have died in... Last Jedi. I agree. Um, and, and I don't want to make a sound. I don't want to say the words as a matter of convenience because that that degrades her and and Carrie Fisher and what she does. But you know, I I, I joked around with a uh, Colin Trevorrow. I, I said they wouldn't have had to have fired me. I would have said I quit because there's no way I'm going to be able to wrap this up. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I wouldn't have wanted that responsibility. And I, I mean, I wasn't there, so I have to wonder what kind of stock footage did they have from. The Force Awakens that they're going to be able to use that in Episode Nine and conclude the character of Leia. I don't, I don't, I don't know how he's going to pull it off, but I know everyone knew if they CGI'd her or recast Leia, it was the the uproar over Last Jedi was going to seem like nothing compared to the hate that would flow after that. So I understand the tight spot, but I, man, I, I really don't know what they're going to do. I hope. I hope they really can, you know, do what they say and really honor Carrie's legacy with it and not just have some stock footage that they just copy and paste it in, which I don't think Evans would do that. But mm. I hope it flows and feels natural and not forced because that would be the worst thing to happen. That, that would be worse than just having the opening crawl saying Leia's dead. You know, that, that would be even worse than that if they couldn't pull it off. So I'm hoping. I'm yeah. really hoping. Yeah um johnny dean over on facebook says hashtag long live carry uh preston says man this sounds scary uh and then red on youtube says this uh it sounds like this is going to be difficult to mix into the movie emotionally and technically um i'm with you i'm kind of on both sides of the fence i i i'm kind of i i'm with you like in the sense of i think they should have killed her off in episode eight you know, we had the perfect time to do so, the perfect opportunity. Um, you yeah. know, just her floating off in space was a beautiful scene. And, uh, you know, it kind of would have added a little more depth to Kylo Ren, right? Because we've seen him not take that shot. And just to see, like, what that might have evolved 
Kyle in, in Kylo Ren's mind, like could that be one of the big factors of like him pushing away from uh you know the first order or from Snoke or whatever it may be. Um you know the other my other thought on the whole situation is like I'm in a way I'm glad they didn't because we would have never gotten some of the scenes with Carrie at the end of the last Jedi, right? When they're on crate, yeah. you know, we see him with, you know, uh, Luke Skywalker again. And, and, you know, when Luke hands her the dice and all, like all this, I feel like that scene's a little diminished now that we all like, after the first time you see it and you realize, Oh, it's just a force projection and stuff. But you got to kind of also remember like those two are kind of connected in the force. And I don't, yeah. In a way, it kind of diminishes the scene a little bit, but you know it. But here's my biggest thing on the whole on the whole factor is when it came to Episode Seven, they were not shy when it came to the special features and the deleted scenes and all of these things. Like, I'm with you. What could they have they've been sitting on? Yeah, that would truly be a good way. Like they say in the article you know um to basically uh give honor to both carrie and leia as a character it's going to be interesting um i know a lot of there were a lot of theories uh early on after they announced like they're not going to do a cgi character of her yeah that maybe they kill her off in the crawl or something like that or use um uh footage from the last Jedi, but for them to say that they're using footage from all the way back in episode seven, the force awakens is quite surprising. So yeah, it's, it's some pretty heavy shit for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so do you have any, uh, any other thoughts on this whole casting and uh, how do you feel about it? Um, yeah, Lando should have been in the Last Jedi. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. Oh yeah, we didn't really talk heavy on Lando. I, I, I'm I'm a big Lando fan. I, I love Lando. And, well, uh, well, what do we have here? Hello, my name is Lando Calrissian. <laughs> I'm the. Uh, I mean, how you doing, Chewbacca? <laughs> don't hang with this loser. I mean, you don't get any smoother than Lando. I, I, I mean, you just don't. And. uh yeah, he should have been. In, he should have been in Last Jedi. He should have been where Maz Kanata was. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you send a guy to a casino. Who better than Lando to do that? Yeah. When you see him gambling all through Solo, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm so psyched that Billy D is going to be coming back. Um, I love Billy D. I love the other work he's done. Uh, seeing him on a panel and everything was just fantastic. So uh, that's that's some of my favorite news from this casting thing. I mean, of course. You had Hollywood Reporter and all the, the big hitters uh, in the news saying that he was probably coming back. So that's probably another one of the reasons, like you said, they, they wanted to drop this to try and get ahead of any more of the uh, uh, leaks or releases for it. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to have Lando back. Mm. Do you have any theories as to maybe why they didn't initially cast him in uh, The Last Jedi? Like, there's been, there, like you said, there's so many different scenes we could have added Lando in, right? Whether yeah. it's. Uh, you know, like you said, at the um, the casino or at the end, whenever there is the distress, the distress call for the resistance, like he could have showed up and there there could have been so many different moments. And when 
we could have heard something or seen Lando in any fashion. Do you have any maybe theories as to maybe why we didn't see Lando? I really can't. I, I never was able to buy Ryan Johnson's thing of saying, well, there was never really room for him. Well, if if they can find room for Dr. Evazan and Ponda Baba in Rogue One, they can find room <laughs> for Lando in the Saga trilogy. They can find room for him doing anything. So, But you know, I think this is going to offer an opportunity for his character in this last one because, you know, he if, you know, say Lando's not been involved in all the stuff going on, he's divorced himself from being the hero and everything. He's done, you know, we saw him in The Last Jedi, we saw him in uh, Battlefront 2, you know, he continued with it and maybe he settled down and that was saying that was it. And now the First Order has wiped out the Republic. It's knocked out the resistance down to like five people in the back of the falcon and <laughs> his best friend in the whole galaxy is dead so it offers a lot of opportunity for his character to maybe not necessarily develop but to see it in more uh, a, a different light you know him coming back and saying i'm sorry if i had gotten involved maybe han would still be here maybe i could have done something so i kind of feel like lando was going to be the person that the resistance turns to mm. because if no one else picked up the phone when Leia was calling from Crate, maybe maybe he was away. Maybe he just didn't get that call. But he might be he might be the last hope for the resistance, and he's the one that they turn to. And I think that offers a lot of really good opportunity for Lando to grow and expand as a character beyond what we've had him in. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think I think a good a good maybe theory as to why he didn't show up is maybe much like you know, uh, Lando at the beginning of Solo, where, you know, he's just out of the game. He's done, you know, he's just living it up and uh, enjoying life. So maybe he has zero ties to the resistance at this point. I think you're, uh, uh, you have some good theories as to how he could come back into it. Maybe, uh, maybe episode nine will be called uh, episode nine, return of the Colt 45. <laughs> I'm not saying you can't have a good movie without him, but why take chances? Exactly. So uh, we're going to go ahead and move into the next topic. But first, I want to talk about one of our uh, sponsors for the show. And that is, of course, you guys over on Twitch.tv. If you guys didn't know, you guys can simply give us your subscription or subscribe to the show um, over on Twitch.tv. Uh, we would really appreciate it. You get some really, really cool stuff, especially if you guys are an Amazon Prime subscriber. You get a free Prime subscription that you can give to your favorite uh, streamers. <coughs> Us, hint, hint. Uh, every month for free. And uh, by doing so, it's going to give you guys a bunch of cool perks. So let me tell you a little bit more about that. So just for simply subscribing to our channel, um, you guys uh, will, of course, support the show, but you guys also get exclusive cocky cockpit uh, chat emoticons that you can use in any live stream that you guys like, as well as you are entered into our subscriber-only giveaways. And as of right now, it is uh, uh, July 29th. So if you guys are watching this live stream, you still have time to subscribe now and be entered into those giveaways. um, You still have until July 31st before we go ahead and pull our winners for those giveaways. I just picked them up today. They are fucking awesome. You'll love them. Uh, You guys also get a loyalty badge by your name. Excuse me. In the chat, as well as you get no more advertisements. Um, while watching your stream 
Uh, thank you again so much to our subscribers. This month so far, we have Violing, Jacob77, Penguin Sea Bears, Killanoob, Stefan Salmon, Timmy Mac72, Agrodad Gaming, and Nerf Herder Council. Guys, thank you again so much for your subscriptions. Um, you guys have already been entered into those giveaways, and I appreciate everything you guys do to help support the show. Mike, I'm gonna hand the hand the mic over to you. And what did you bring to the cockpit this week? Well, I kind of alluded to it earlier uh, with the gaming stuff. And I know you do a lot of gaming. and you do a lot of streaming with gaming and stuff. So uh, I thought you would be the guy to talk to about this. Um, like I said, I've been on a huge nostalgia kit, kick with a uh, video game. I got all the old games loaded up and uh, been playing them. And it, it got me thinking about the fact that we have no games. We have... Two major console games, and there's people out there that love them, hate them, take them, leave them. And I looked back, and like I was looking up the list of Star Wars games that we've had over the past few decades, and it's immense. So, and in this new era, we only have the two. So, my question really is: Is EA, with them holding the reins of the license for Star Wars gaming, is EA? keeping you interested are they keeping you uh anticipating the next release and if not what what do you want from them gotcha i like it um okay so uh i guess to start the topic with is um we we talk about two main titles to uh that are Still getting content today. Now, this, of course, excludes any mobile games or anything. And don't get me wrong, there's some great Star Wars mobile games out there. Um, but I think for this conversation, uh, we're talking uh, video games. And, and along with that mobile, there's some really great board games and card games out there right now. But when it comes to S Star Wars video games, there's two big ones on the market right now. If you look on Twitch.tv, um, you, you type in Star Wars, there's really two that... People are playing and watching, and that's Star Wars Battlefront 2 and Star Wars The Old Republic. Um, of those two, the one that we play consistently every Tuesday night, uh, just like Agrodad Gaming over there says Tuesday night, execute order 69, uh, and giveaways. So every Tuesday night here on Twitch.tv, uh, we play Star Wars Battlefront 2. Uh, we alternate between Xbox and PlayStation every week, and we invite you guys to be part of that. So you can literally join in our party, in our chat, be part of the show, you know, um, and uh, have a good time with us as we play Battlefront 2. With that being said, Mike, have you been playing Battlefront 2? And if not, what do you like about it? What don't you like about it? What's keeping you playing? What's keeping you away in in uh in reference to battlefront 2 alone well uh i finally just got back on xbox live so if i get a chance i can finally join you guys uh very cool i don't, I don't do a lot of live gaming and stuff but uh battlefront 2 had me engaged because it had a story i'm, mm -hmm. I'm a big story guy i don't do a lot of uh at least online multiplayer i, I prefer old school two people sitting on the couch kind of multiplayer but uh, the story is what got me really engaged. So I've been playing that again and really going through that. But uh, I've been back online uh, a little bit. And I do like the gameplay. But like I said, I'm a story guy. I, w I wanted more than just a few missions. And the story was not all it could have been. Right. It was uh, kind of a letdown. Like you, I mean, you obviously knew where it was going. You knew, uh, 
Biden was going to switch to the rebellion because you weren't going to play as the bad guys all the way through. Right. But right. it happened like that, and <laughs> she, and she was just like, oh, screw it. You know, when in the in the beginning, she's she's making fun of the rebels. You know, yeah. her dad is like, well, what do they have? And she's like, hope. You know, <laughs> and and then all of a sudden, she's one of the good guys. And it's like, okay, I don't know where that that came from, but yeah, yeah, know, we, make, like yeah we make we make a lot we of jokes lot as of jokes to. Just how just fast how she bounces fast over, over to over. that. Yeah. It, oh, man. Oh, my God. But, yeah, it's like the third mission, you're already a fucking rebel. And I'm like, I thought this game was supposed to be about the fucking Empire. Like, Jesus Christ, you were you were just mourning all of your lost loved ones as you watched the Star Destroyer, like, the fucking Death Star blow up in front of your yeah. own fucking eyes. And then you're just like, eh, fuck him. You know, oh, yeah, my dad, he's probably one of the biggest fucking names in the Empire. But, you know what? Fuck him. <laughs> All because they want to fucking blow up a couple more planets. Whoop de fucking uh, do. <laughs> and it, yeah, and you can't say she was like she was special ops. It's not like she was like a stormtrooper on the backwater of Tatooine. It's just like, man, I hate scanning these people's documents. Like she, she was in the thick of it. She knew what they were doing. And yeah, no, it was. But I mean, I like the gameplay. I mean, it's intense. I think. Uh, as in terms of like combat, Battlefront, even this, even the first one as well, uh, was some of the most intense in-game combat. Like, I mean, when you're doing walker assaults and those things are towering over you, and you're trying to run through and not get stomped right in the face by them, I mean, it's it's intense, and I, I really enjoy that aspect of it. But, um, I don't know. It's it, it. Sometimes it can get overly complicated, and I. I know a lot of people like that, but it gets a little overly complicated. I think sometimes with the upgrades, getting everything just the way you want. Sometimes I just want to get on and just blast somebody, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I come from, you know, playing GoldenEye on the N64. You just pop it in and you go. There's no, there's no <laughs> setup for it. There's no upgrade guards and stuff, so. Um, but, yeah. Well, like, like, like you were like even you saying, though, it's... There isn't there a lot. No, there's two um, games. Um, but, like, hell, we even look at, like, the Lego games, right? We got Lego Force yeah. Awakens. Where the fuck's the Lego Last Jedi? You know, like, even shit like that. Like, granted, I think the EA license has something to do with that. Um, but AgroDad over on Twitch says, you know, there was a new Star Wars game in development by Visceral. Uh, then EA ended up closing Visceral and then canceling the yeah. new Star Wars game. He, and AgroDad says he's shocked they didn't just transfer it to another branch. Yeah, like, what, what is going on? Like, what is their plan for Star Wars? Are, are they just going to kind of, like, you know, wait it out until Battlefront 3 maybe next year, the year after? I don't know, man. Like you, like you, like you said, you know, we're not getting any Star Wars games. As to what I want, hell, you know, like, some of the previous projects they've talked about in the past, like with, um, Fuck, uh, the, the one where you're supposed to play is Boba Fett, uh, they, were yeah. they were talking about... 1313. Yes, 1313, that yeah. sounded fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, I would be happy even if you just made a fucking sequel to, um, like, a another game, it doesn't even have to be a sequel, but another game like, um, The Force Awakens, or I'm sorry, The, the Force Unleashed. Yeah. Give me another, uh, God, does anyone, does everyone have to, how many fucking people have to say it, but give us another Knights of the Old Republic, you know what I mean? Like, it's in the EA licensing, you know, you fucking have, throw your people who are playing on, who are making Mass Effect and fucking all, you have the team for it, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. 
I know. Even, dude, even remaster KOTOR, I'll buy oh, it. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, absolutely. Come um, on. Agridad over there says, EA kills everything. So many good games and, and companies closed because EA, quote-unquote, exorbed them. Um, do you think EA is the problem? Do you think that them having, like you said, this this reign and this this um, ownership of Star Wars licensing games, uh, you know, to hell, you can even uh, compare this to say like the NFL, right? Like Madden is by far like it's a it's a it's a good football game, but I remember like right before they stole that, I don't want to say stole it, but like. Every time they, right, oh, fuck, what year was it? It was probably like 2008, 2009. Yeah. 2K series was making their football game, and it was starting to get really fucking good. Yeah. And hell, you look at them in the basketball franchise, and they're fucking blowing EA out of the water when it comes to that. Yeah. Their football game was getting really, really good, and then EA got the fucking license to the NFL, and now we got one fucking baseball game. You know, like, fuck. <laughs> So is EA the problem then? Uh, I think it might be. I mean, back in the day, who did we have? We had LucasArts. Mm -hmm. So they were the sole creative. And, uh, and I think that was a good thing. I mean, say what you will, but Luca, Lucasfilm having control of everything meant that the, the, it stayed in-house so they could see it and they, they could develop the ideas that they wanted quicker. It, it's, almost like, it's almost like EA is pumping out more episode sevens mm -hmm. like it's safe and it can make a few people happy but they don't want to step over the line and that sucks because battlefront 2 is basically battlefront 1 except finished but you're just paying more for stuff sometimes i mean you got all the levels but it's i don't know i think they're playing it safe i mean mm -hmm. but yeah like you said they closed down visceral they own visceral and it's like did someone Drop the hard drive in the trash on the way out. I mean, mm -hmm. did they did they lose that game? I mean, why didn't they just take it and, and keep it going? Because it's not like they don't have social media accounts and they can't see everyone like, oh snap, this this was making a game. This looks great. Everybody was hyped about it, and then they dump it. It's like, what were you thinking? So, uh, I think it is. I mean, I remember the rumors of what was it? Supposedly, someone from Disney, like Bob Iger or someone, called EA and was like, "You need to get your head out of your tail and fix mm -hmm. this stuff." Because people are mad. Well, someone needs to make another phone call and said, you need to get your head out of your tail and make some doggone games. Mm -hmm. Because it's not like people won't buy them. <laughs> I mean, people will eat up Star Wars games. I know I will. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and most, whoop, excuse me, um, most games have a, we could say like a, you know, two to four year developing um, yeah. cycle, right? So it takes anywhere from, let's say, let's say three, three years is usually the, the good to the the go-to so about three years to develop a game right so by the 10-year cycle by the time the 10-year cycle is over with star wars uh, and, and ea we should have at least four games if not more you would think they would have multiple teams working on these on, on the, hell let's let's look at let's uh let's let's talk about another person who has the star wars license who makes games right i'm going to refer to uh board games and tabletop and card games let's talk about like just for, yeah. for reference fantasy flight games right fantasy flight games came out with x-wing they came out with um uh, armada they came out with uh imperial assault they came out with um fuck uh you know the the um 
the L the L was the living living card game, and then they came out with Destiny. Oh, I mean, yeah. Just just oh, not to mention the one they just released with the, the miniature game. The, I think that's called Legion as well. Um, oh yeah, Legion. That's like seven different games that they've developed. Granted, like these are board games and stuff like that, but and they may may not require a whole team of like uh you know well, either way i mean a video game and a uh, and a board game and stuff they're both requiring artists right they're both going to require play testers they're both requiring um you know production of some sort like yeah you could definitely probably turn out a um a board game or tr or trading card game a hell of a lot quicker but not by much you know uh, my guess is anywhere it save you maybe half the time but hell you know and i know there's more games that they've developed so in that example, you know, why aren't they having multiple teams working on these projects for Star Wars? You know, that is probably one of their biggest licenses that they have under the EA umbrella right now. And we might end up with three games at the end of it. You know, three, maybe four, I doubt it, but three fucking games. Excluding maybe any expansions or anything they do with the, the older Republic, because I'm almost um excluding that from this conversation not not that it's a bad game or anything but it, you know yeah uh just for the sake of this this conversation what we're kind of excluding about that um we're talking about new uh new ips right new new intellectual properties um so yeah we we're probably going to get battlefront 3 and probably that's going to be about it and that's fucking sad <laughs> that sucks i mean it does it sucks i mean it's it just look back in the day we had almost too many games and i mean some of them some of them stunk but yeah i mean you would think star wars is a cash cow and at the end of the day i understand that this is a business and they want to make money if you literally get to slap star wars on the box of your product why would you not be taking advantage of that mm -hmm. i mean it just it doesn't make any sense yep I agree. So let's go ahead and move into our uh, last and final topic. But first, I do want to talk about our other sponsor, uh, our second sponsor of the show, and that's Hall of Fame City Comic Con. So if you guys are going to be in Canton, Ohio on September 15th, that is a Saturday, um, from 10 p.m. to 6 p.m., they're doing their Comic Con convention at the Canton Memorial Civic Center. Um, it's going to be a good time, guys. If you guys are big comic book fans or, or toy collectors and stuff, you'll definitely want to get, go there. They're going to have Kevin Eastman, who's popular and known for the, his TMNT work. Um, they're going to have Peter David, who's worked with Marvel, DC, and novels in the past. Uh, Aaron Archer, who's uh, a Hasbro designer, as well as James O'Barr from The Crow all there and hey guess what the cocky cockpit's going to be there as well we're going to be streaming all day definitely come by say what's up uh we'll be doing the cocky cockpit live over there as well um so come out for the live panel uh for the live show and again come swing by as we're as we're streaming we're also going to have the uh game nights who we str uh, streamed with what was that last Monday with? And tomorrow I'm ex uh, we're planning on streaming with the Game Nights again, but this time we'll be streaming from their studio and we're going to be playing Saber Beat for the first time. So that's going to be a good, good time. So they'll be there at uh, uh, Hall of Fame City Comic Con as well with us. 
Um, guys, tickets are just 10 bucks. Swing over to Hall of Fame, uh, uh, HOF City, ComicCon.com to pick up your tickets now. But uh, so this this topic is it's kind of a quick one, but it, I think it's a fun one. And, and uh, I was I was thinking about the other day. So in my day job, I sometimes have to go to the bank, right? So I was at the bank, and you ever like play scenarios out in your head, just like for fun and shits and giggles and stuff. And one of the, the, the scenarios I was putting together in my head is if I were to rob a bank or a convenience store, you know, have you? It's <laughs> a great way to start, dude. All right. So, have you seen Spider-Man: Homecoming? No, I haven't. It's on okay. my list. I gotta see it. Okay. So, in Spider-Man: Homecoming, Spider-Man walks in on this group of guys who are basically robbing this ATM, right? And they're dressed up as the Avengers. Like they have these like really bad like plastic vinyl like hot Halloween masks, and they're dressed up as the different Avengers. <laughs> so I started thinking about it, and I was like thinking about all the other different like uh like rob bank robbing movies let's take like the dark knight right where they're all wearing clown masks and shit like that and i was just thinking myself like if i ever like got a team together and we were robbing a bank what masks would we wear and if so i started thinking about it i'm like would they would they be star wars related they'd almost have to be so if you were gonna rob a bank and they, you were going to wear Star Wars masks. What masks would you wear? <laughs> I, can't, I can't help thinking about Point Break. Just Star Wars style. Instead of the dead, all the presidents, it's, yeah, it's all Star Wars. Uh, do I have a team or am I just picking yeah, a mask? No, you're absolutely, you absolutely have a team. Let's say it's me, you, Cole, and hell, let's, let's throw Fode in there while we're at it. Because Fode <laughs> seems like he'd be down to rob a bank. We'll have Bead for driving uh, the car. Oh man. Okay, for me, um, the old uh, the Don Post style Darth Maul. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me see. And oh man, what are the other three? Got to go with the that big plastic Boba Fett one from back in the day. <laughs> and, Actually, you're going vintage with this. <laughs> I'm going. Oh no, wait. I'm about to go more vintage for Fode. Uh, he's gonna have to have. The Luke Skywalker uh, cut out, cut out from the Wheaties box. Uh, that's for phone. <laughs> and um, the Darth Vader mask from the lot. Oh my gosh, it's the classic Halloween costumes from back in the day. Uh, the Vader mask from that that was just like this nasty plastic with like a yellow outfit. Um, oh, I can't remember who made them, but it was like, it was like, the, it was the most famous, like, Halloween costume company mm-hmm. from back in the day. Like, Vader, his costume was this cruddy little plastic mask and, like, a black and yellow outfit that just said Vader down the front. Yeah, wasn't it just, like, made of, like, uh, like a plastic that you'd put in front of you? Yeah, oh, it was, na- yeah, like, if it was, if you lived in somewhere hot, like, you probably were just sweating gallons off in that thing. <laughs> nasty, but. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that's that's my four pick, but yeah, Fode gets the Wheaties box. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, dude. Oh, dude. All right, so I was not expecting you to actually like pick out historical masks in the Star Wars. Like, oh, that's, that's fucking awesome. I thought you were just like, oh yeah, I'm Darth Maul. You're Darth Vader. 
Um, Agaradad kind of takes my idea. Um, he says, couldn't do Stormtrooper masks because everyone wouldn't know if you had to shoot and if you would miss. So I just like the <laughs> I- the irony of like all wearing Stormtrooper masks. I think that would be fucking awesome because you just walk in yeah. and do people take you serious or like do they're like, all right, so like if, if this guy shoots, does he does he hit me? Like, I Is like that part of the stick like you miss on purpose just to make him laugh. Like. <laughs> I just like the idea of robbing a bank wearing stormtrooper masks. I think that'd be a fun one. Um, yeah. The other idea I had, I think it'd be pretty funny, is like if everyone wore those fucking really bad like uh, rubber Jar Jar Binks masks. It's like everyone oh. wearing Jar Jar Binks masks. And, <laughs> Put the money in the bag! Misa said do it! Misa said do it! <laughs> oh, man. And have a bandana around the mouth. <laughs> like real, like Robert, old school Robert style, right around the mouth, like holding it like down, like old Western style. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but then you wouldn't be able to see the little fucking like tongue flailing around and shit. Well, the other guy would have the ski mask, and the tongue would come out through the mouth. For that. <laughs> oh shit, that's good. Any other ideas? Oh jeez, man, I don't know. Um. Yeah, General Veer's helmet, so you look like an idiot because you're still showing your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, or what? If, what if it was just like everyone wearing like the really, uh, the really bad quote unquote screen accurate like Chewbacca masks? <laughs> oh jeez. Oh no, no, it'd have to be that one that uh, that plastic one that talks that everyone was putting on Facebook and everything. Oh yeah, like Chewbacca yeah. mom style. Yeah, oh, so everyone's just you know they make a Yoda one of those. They make a Yoda what? one of those, and whenever you open up the mouth, it's Yoda laughing. <laughs> That's horrifying. That's the thing. It's made by Hasbro. It's like the exact same make of the Chewbacca one, but it's fucking Yoda. how <laughs> you wake up your kids on Halloween morning right there, man. Oh, my gosh. That's terrible. Oh, shit. Hey, uh, Mike, we're going to go ahead and wrap up for the night. But real quick, before we do, again, tell everyone where they can find more uh, and uh, about the Home One Hangout and where they can hear more from you. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, if you want to uh, be able to uh, hear from us, want to interact with us, we love talking to uh, all of our listeners and fellow Star Wars fans out there. That's, that's our biggest highlight doing this. You can uh, find us on Twitter and Facebook. We're at Home One Hangout. Uh, if you want to find me, I'm uh, at the, the Fanboy Awaits on uh, Twitter and Instagram and uh, homeonehangout.podbean.com. You can find us because they host the show and also iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever podcasts are heard, you can find us. So Very cool. Man, you are always on your fucking Twitter game. I don't know what it is. I don't know if you have us on notifications or what, but man. I got, I got the people that matter on notifications. And yes, Cocky Cockpit is definitely on notifications. <laughs> awesome man i appreciate it but you're always on your fucking a game for that um yeah again guys if uh if you didn't know again we were the we, we are the cocky cockpit we're a group of content creators from pittsburgh pennsylvania who like to keep our head in the cockpit and make star wars videos podcasts and live streams just like this one the cocky cockpit podcast each week's topics are as random as a blaster but intended for a more civilized age so if you like that again guys make sure you could become a member of that scum and villainy hit that subscribe button um, you know, go leave us a like and a comment on our YouTube videos, uh, support the show by giving us a five-star rating on any of our podcast providers. 
Um, and if you guys didn't already, you can still go over to our website, cockycockpit.com, hit that store link, and it'll take you to our T Republic uh, link. There's also a link right down below us in uh, our uh, information for on twitch.tv. Go get yourself a cocky cockpit t-shirt, guys. They're only 20 bucks. Um, that helps support the show as well. That way, uh, we got two different t-shirts. We got the cocky cockpit logo and the now hashtag get cocky t-shirt over there. Go grab yourself a t-shirt, guys. We'd really appreciate it. And uh, and like I was saying, uh, we, we stream all sorts of uh, days and times. Sunday nights are the cocky cockpit podcast. Mondays are pretty much like our any gaming, just kind of whatever the fuck we feel like doing until we kind of get more of a schedule set for that. And Tuesday nights is order 69. Uh, this week is going to be PlayStation four since we didn't get a chance to do it last week due to my fucking illness and overworked. This is that a word? I don't think so. But yeah, anyway, guys, we'd really appreciate if you would head over there and uh, again, give us that subscription, guys, so that way you can get all the other cool stuff. Again, this Tuesday, we've got some giveaways going, so uh, make sure you guys, you know, swing over there and drop a subscribe so you guys are entered into that. And uh, yeah, again, you guys can check out all of our social media um, links. Just go to cockycockpit.com. You can find them all there. Until next time, guys, may the force be with you. May the force be with you. This party's over.